Okay, what it do, what it do? That's uh, DJ Mike T with Cancel Theory. And man, I just left the gym and I was thinking about something. About maybe two to three weeks ago, I was watching an old Farrakhan clip where this is right after uh, Malcolm X had passed away, right? And um, he was defending the Nation of Islam. Now, you know, this happened in the 60s, so it's pretty much over everybody's head. But there's still a question of who really killed Malcolm X. Now, everybody knows Malcolm X, you know, was a street person, and then he got taken into this Islamic order, and uh, he, he rose up through the ranks, and um, he said some stuff that kind of... Uh, no, what actually happened, I think they said that he had went to Mecca and Medina to make his pilgrimage, and he ran into the uh, Islamic people over there, right? And uh, they, they brought some light, to some real light to what was going on over here. And he came back and confronted Elijah Muhammad, and Elijah Muhammad's son and Malcolm X got together and exposed Elijah Muhammad for what was done. Now, Farrakhan, being the brown noser he was, to that Elijah Muhammad, and was upset at uh, man. It, it was, I mean, he was if he was a cussing man at that time, he had cussed the hell out the whole uh, um, Islamic order back then, right? Now he got on stage. This this is this is the fault that that got me. It wasn't about what Malcolm did. It wasn't about what the son did. He made one sentence that made me look at him and go, "What the hell did you just say?" He was defending Elijah Muhammad brown nosing so bad that he actually bit it. He actually bit his fucking tongue in half. He said, why do you want the old Muhammad, which Malcolm made the pilgrimage over to Mecca and Medina? That's the reason why you pilgrimage over there. When you got the new Muhammad right here. Why would you even say that and hold the Quran with such forceful manner? Now, I don't know if he recanted what he said. I didn't follow all that. I just heard what I heard. And I'm like, that's over my head. You know, because I'm not Islamic. I have Islamic ways. I just don't pray to the East, you know, and go through all the laws. I just, I, I do things my way. You know what I'm saying? Whatever's comfortable, because I'm here, then I'm going to be gone. And um, I've set up everything for my daughter right now. My life insurances, all my um, living trust, everything's going to, you know, towards my child, my one and only child. And once I'm gone, whatever she do with it, that's on her. And she decided to Airbnb to sell everything, go live on a cruise ship, or move to the middle of bumfuck Africa. That's on her. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I done passed on. Um, but that really caught my attention. Like, that Quran is based upon, my actually, it's really based upon um, Judaism. But, uh, you know, it's rearranged. It's, um, it's bloodline. The, the stories in there are bloodline rearranged to go over to that area in the Middle East. But that's why it, it coincides sometimes with the Bible and, and uh, the Torah and all that. But it's, it's actually written to go into a culture over into the Middle East to bring them together, you know. Um, because the, the original text is starting to be brought out now, but you know, it came out the pyramids of Egypt. But when it came out, Akhenaten, um, he believed in one God, but they said he believed in Amun Ra, which was a jealous God. And, you know, he brought monotheism into, you know, the polytheistic uh, world, but he may have picked the wrong God. I'm not too sure. You know what I'm saying? I don't think jealousy would be a stronghold of God, knowing you know, if God knows everybody's fate. So jealousy is kind of a 
the rational meaning of being a guy, unless he was worshiping a lesser guy, which I think he was. Um, I don't know the damn guy name, but you know, it means it's, it's a person. Of, not saying it's the the creator of all things, but it's a person of high power. And um, can't say which one it is. You see what I'm saying? It, things happen. So, <laughs> but he bought in that it was really one. It's not just of the air, of the land, of the ocean, of uh, the snow, of the heat, of the the plant life, of the animals. You know, it, it was like they was they, they didn't know. You know, we were here. We're, we're actually put here to survive. Uh, but man, you know, through all this time has pretty much figured out how to manipulate the weather and fuck shit up, clean shit up. You know what I'm saying? Do a little math, you know, explore over here, do this, that, and the other. And that's where we at today. You know what I'm saying? Um, trial and error. It's not, you know, people will try to look like they're many guys because they know there's a lot of power out there. This place is, is full of, uh, it's full of power. The place, the planet is turning without our knowledge and it's gotta be a force behind it. That's what they understand, but they're trying to write their way into it. It's like how the white man tried to write their way into the religion once they got here and became an established uh, entity of a human race. They're trying to write their way into the existence beyond this planet. And, you know, it's not going to work because, you know, you're here today, you're gone tomorrow. <laughs> it's how the shit work. I mean, sometimes you have to just, how can I say this? Like, okay, all right. Look, when I was a little young kid, so me and my little brother used to always watch our parents on Saturday, Saturdays and Sundays, fix his breakfast. Uh, you know, pancakes, eggs, bacon, sausage, you know. And I would always watch them do the eggs. I'm you know, the eggs pretty much you crack them, you put a little stuff in there, you mix it up, and you scramble them, you you know, just keep turning them over till they get hard. So I finally convinced them to let me uh, scramble some eggs, but I always liked the way garlic tastes. So I kind of put a lot of garlic in there, and they didn't too much care for the garlic, but I did. You see what I'm saying? I still like garlic till today. My little brother, probably about three weeks later, he convinced him to let him do it. He did his was just salt and pepper. I put salt, pepper, and garlic, and uh, I think some accent in there because I was watching TV and a little accent commercials to come up. Probably about ten years old, and um, you know, his to me, I told him I said yours tastes better, and I said, well, you know, I said, well, what you put he said just salt and pepper. So I realized sometimes simplicity usually wins when it comes to dealing with the masses, but if you overcomplicate things. It will totally fuck you up because now you got all these intricate little things like the United States right now. They got a policy of how they do things and it's so intricate. It's like they're paying themselves for nothing, but they're paying themselves to look like something. It's, it's a, it's a weird little 360 deal they got with themselves. <laughs> you know, but it's a, it's a, it's a weird little boat. But like I said, dealing with what he said, if you go back and find it, it will blow your mind. I mean, it was a white guy first that got me interested in it because I never really, I listen to any and what all people have to say, but when it comes down to it, I'm not going to partake in it because I know they're just representing what they think they know. Now, as far as my inner beliefs, I know everything started around, not say started around the pyramids because every, at the time the pyramids were being made, there was life all over this planet. It's just that the pyramids stood out because they adapted to me, they adapted to the land. You know, and um, and to me, the pyramids and all the openness, all that's nothing but a big giant graveyard. That's all it was to me. But that's just, you know, how I come about. But they said it was a source of power. And um, it may have been. You know, we really don't know. We're just trying to interpret what happened. You know, and down the timeline, things just come out. But um, 
after the pyramids was done, you had Upper Egypt and you had Lower Egypt. Was upper and then one was one was more with dealing with the pyramid, one was more dealing with the uh, the university. The university was in Lower Egypt, and after Lower Egypt, all of you know the, the you know what comes to power always come to pass. When those powers to be fell, because Cleopatra married Julius Caesar and she took her diary over there, and now Rome has a lot of the ads. They have the direct text of what is going on beyond our planet. Because there are people here that can see beyond what's going on. And there's people here that all they can go by is what they read and what they know. And, you know, some people are just fucking ignorant. Okay. And some people that can understand a little bit more than the others. And they choose to say, well, in a survival, because we're here to survive. They'll poke you first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They'll stick you first. They'll sabotage you first. They are number one reason of being, you know, and that's, that's you know, and it, it's it's sort of true. Sort of, but since we're higher primates, it's, that's why I make it sort of true. Now, after the you know Egyptian Empire, you know they had the empire. You know, what I'm saying like the Ottoman Empire, they, they both fell. Then the Nada shifted down into Ethiopia because it could have went up and it could have went down. That's how you end up with that uh, what they call the Star of David. They had another name for it, but they call it you know in terms short terms the Star of David. It could have went this way, it could have went that way, could have went this way, this way, but it went down into Ethiopia, and um. They just found out that there was a covenant down there. They always talk about this covenant. All these movies they got with religion and all these demons and all this shit. They always talk about the covenant. Even uh, the Masons talk about things about the covenant in this cup or it's some old crazy Viking story and uh, the ark that, you know, somebody tried to figure out how to make a perfect arch with bricks and all that. And he held the secret. They killed him. And, you know, all this little metaphorical pump you up theory of how to build stuff out of a planet that's already been here. Um, the Ethiopians got a hold of the writing and they wrote it, they simplified it and they wrote it in the timeline. So when Egypt fell, it turned dark. That don't mean the whole existed and it wasn't called Egypt anyway. At, at this time, after Cleopatra then went over there to Julius Caesar, the name started changing and it started turning into Egypt. You see what I'm saying? That's where the timeline came in. And uh, the lower Egypt was still where the colleges were. And that's where they left out, you know, they had, they, like a friend of mine said, they encased a lot of certain people to, to run with the knowledge across the planet. And they actually did it because they only found the covenant like eight years ago and then it disappeared. And they found it in an old Ethiopian, uh, church, which was a, a Israelite church because the, the cross, the symbol of the cross goes back to the pyramids. The symbol of the eye goes back. But if you notice in America, they will not, teach you about the young they'll tell you about the cross though their version of it because the cross is nothing but a representation of your inner body your inner beliefs your inner spirituality and what they're doing is programming that inner spirituality with television radio and got you get you all emotional and upright and it's you know it's all a program to play you out while they sit back and just make these decisions because they understand what you don't understand if you did understand it, you'd be in their position Cold world called survival. Now, and it was smart that, you know, the Ethiopians rendered a lot of the uh, the classes down that was in uh, Kemet at the time to make, you know, the father, you know, bring all these bars and cars and all these other things that they talk about and bring it down into a trinity. The father, and the son and the Holy Spirit. And um, that coincide all within you. You could be a man, you start as a child, 
But to the universe, you're always going to be a child learning. And your spirit can be holy to get you through. But they, you know, they, it's divide and conquer. So they done, uh, made up this white representation because the white man, once they figured out how to get into power, they started writing their way. Like I said, human beings now trying to write, write their way into beyond the planet. You see what I'm saying? That's when, why Donald Trump was so adamant about putting that wall around Mexico. Because he had to roll itself big on this planet. It had been like the Great Wall of China. You see what I'm saying? Or whoever made, when people, whoever made the Eiffel Tower, whoever made the uh, Statue of Liberty, all these, uh, you know, uh, the Washington Monument, Lincoln, you know, all these little things. You That's how you Mount Rushmore. That's why the rappers came on uh, Mount Westmore. You know, they want to write real big and, and stamp it into society's brain to where it never be forgotten like Tupac. You know, because Tupac was actually a, 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 he was a simple writer, but he appealed to the mass because the masses at the time were simple and he knew how to get his point across. Now everything's melodic and it's like, I'm on a self-destruct mission, but I'm the coolest motherfucker. I'm, I'm on a kill to be killed mission, but I'm the coolest motherfucker to kill to be killed. That's what they're on. I'm the smartest motherfucker making money about this kill to be killed in a world called survival. You know, rap has competition. It has a competition level to it. So that's why it turned kind of a deadly attack thing. They actually started acting it out because people, you're just, you're just saying things. You, you have to mean what you're saying. That's entertainment. Entertainment doesn't, entertainment's there to entertain. See, that's when the streets try to take control of it. But when you want to be on the radio and be on TV, that's the government. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that comes with a whole different bag of rules. And, uh, people better wake up and understand what the hell it is, but I'm not going to get into that part. Now, the Ethiopians, they wrote their, you know, their, their story. And then, um, so one, one part of the one part of Kemet went up, other part went down and then up and the down story. That's why Italy attacked Ethiopia twice and lost twice because the Africa is actually the promised land. You know, they try to separate, you know, but, the, uh, the, um, which I call the sand people, which are the real Middle Eastern people, because they're a different cultural breed of human beings. Uh, it's like German shepherds and pit bulls. You know what I'm saying? They're a different breed of human beings. Got control pretty much. They got control of uh, uh, Northern Africa. You got a spring of the white people that still control most of Africa. But Africa now is starting to come out of what they did and figure out what they were doing. And they started to keep things at home. The same stuff Donald Trump wanted to do. We need to uh, start manufacturing and producing more of our stuff inside and stop letting these people outside do it for us. That's what Donald, but he didn't know how to say it and explain it, except to his own people and the people outside looking like we are the ones that make the scale go this way or this way. <laughs> We're not, you know, as, as, as African-Americans, whatever the fuck you want to call us, black people, niggas, we tip the scale. But our problem is, we have been conditioned to outshine each other instead of just coexisting. Got a lot to do with rap too. You know what I'm saying? But that's a New York. That's a, that's something that I learned from the Cold Crush brothers when I first met them. That New York all, I kept, I asked them one day, I said, man, why do you guys brag and boast over there so much? I was making a, a album with them with KG of the Cold Crush brother, uh, Tony Crush. It was Tony Tone at the time, but Tony Crush. And they were producing it. And I was the DJ and the rappers were from uh, Milwaukee. This is about 1987, 88. And um, I asked, I'm like, why do you guys brag? Like, you know, every time y'all talk, it's like, you know, they were saying these car names. I'm like, that car is whack. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they was talking about these certain brands of car like it was the shit. I'm like, nigga, nigga we got low riders over. That's what I'm saying in the back of my head and shit. Hydraulics and, you know, dating wires and, you know, and he like talking about these cars. I'm like, they, you know, but I start thinking like, well, the weather that they have, they can't have these type of cars out there. You can't be hitting switches in the snow. Not them little ass tires. <laughs> so they was in the Jeeps and, you know, stuff like that to get them through all terrain. They get all parts of fucking uh, uh, Mother Nature. Heavy rain, heavy heat, and heavy snow. So I start to understand. So I just asked them why they, you know, talk real beast. In New York, we're so crammed on top of each other. Only way to get people to listen to you and understand you have to talk bigger and bolder than yourself and put a lot of flex on it. He said, because I said, oh, yeah, that's why y'all projects are like 20 and 30 story feet. He said, yeah. I said, you know, our project out here are uh, uh, two story single buildings or one story single buildings. You know, each apartment is his own apartment, maybe upstairs and downstairs, but it's all single story until they started making the more modern ones where you had upstairs and downstairs like Eugene Village, but they had to tear down the land was contaminated or you got, uh, you know, certain project or low income places like that, you know, so they're crammed in. So you have to, well, you, boy, what's it, it's too, oh, excuse me. What's this low poverty and it's really a populist, uh, um, a problem. Then you have to become more animalistic. You know, only the smart ones are going to be able to decipher mathematically how to move and articulate through there. You know, that's why rap came about the way it did. You know, they had to really articulate their, their words and turn it into their power. On the West, we had elbow room. You know, our projects like the Nickerson Gardens and the Grape Street Watts or, you know, Aliso Village or the projects in Culver City or Lamita, wherever the projects are. You know, there's projects all over this goddamn place. The East Side Bottoms, the uh, Inglewood Bottoms, uh, the Low Bottoms, <laughs> anywhere. Any hood that has low income, they still have elbow room to breathe. There is no one hood compacted like they are back east. So they have a little, I told myself they have enough breathing room to scam and do bank licks, uh, robberies, uh, house, you know, house, house, home invasion, whatever it is they're going to do, carjacking, no matter what condition that they're in, you know, but they kept at, you know, they had to you know, practice locally till they started, you know, branching out and figure out where the real money was. And they showed that when uh, the Trayvon Martin thing came about. They didn't act like the Rodney King. You know, Rodney King, they, they, they did the watch ride. They tore up their own place. Then they got, the, you know, the, the area where the blacks lived at got bigger. And then when uh, Rodney King came, they tore up their own place again on a bigger level. From Long Beach to Inglewood to Pasadena to the Valley, North Hollywood, they just tore up their own area. But when uh, Trayvon Martin uh, verdict came in, they start going to gucci and you know what i'm saying they went to the jewish areas of the richer areas armenian area the people that can come into this country and get a loan for a million dollars you know what i'm saying and still still sell you second-rated shit like it's the top brand they they did it in every city long beach any city that had a high high class area they told that shit up which i mean every day they, they, they're getting grimier more pettier but they know where the bank is okay that's why they talk about the bag and they do, you know, a couple of people do frivolous things because they're stupid. You're always going to have a stupid motherfucker lagging behind. But that's how it go to me, you know. But like I said, Farrakhan, if you go back and check, he, he disrespected his own Quran. The reason for the Quran being there because they said the angel Raphael, whatever they said, uh, interpreted what, you know, because they said that, that the original Muhammad was illiterate. He just knew how to survive. You know, a lot of people that couldn't read and write back then. And uh, one of the angels that wrote it, wrote it down. But, you know, that's just hype. What they did was found out that, you know, because uh, what happened was um, 
the people in Saudi Arabia in that area had went across the sea and they attacked the first Jerusalem they had, which is not pronounced Jerusalem, but they, it's the same equivalence of Jerusalem in Ethiopia and they conquered it. And they had to make another, another Jerusalem in Ethiopia and that still exists to the day. But you know, we, by a lack of information, we don't know this. We only, we only know about the Jerusalem in Israel in the Middle East that they made after they, uh, conquered the Ottoman Empire and they made sure that's why they go into war over there because they took their people land and just dropped some shit on top and said, well, we're gonna, like I said, they gonna, they wanna build for here and all outdoors and say, look, this is the original Holy Land, knowing that it ain't. But that's what they pushing for. And so we have a synthetic world and we have a real world. And pretty soon the synthetic world is gonna pretty much contaminate the real world. Let's the real world know how to balance it out. So now, like you have uh, Kamala Harris, the first black uh, female vice president, first female vice president, period. And then she's gonna be black. And then she turns around and goes Africa to try to uh, tell them to give it homosexual equal rights. And, you know, pump them up to be like, well, they're just people too. And we understand that they're people, but we know they have a retardation somewhere to where they don't want, they don't want to set responsibility of being sexually who they are. Not saying that they can't think, live and coincide with people, but you want them to live in amongst people like they're normal. They're, you know, you know, and it's, you know, and that's so jacked up about this freaking country. They, they, this country likes to confuse people. They look like they have the answer and the answer is confusing you because they give you medication. Cause they don't have the answer. They act like they got the answer. You got, you know, they don't have the answer. Like every other country don't have the fucking answer. The only answer that you have is what's been going on in longevity. And that's called respect. You can't love until you respect somebody to love them. You can be infatuated with them, but you will never love them until you respect them to love them. It's a big difference. I learned that in psychology when I first got out of high school. It blew my mind the difference between infatuation and love. I was like, wow. Okay, but you know, that's all I got to say right now. But I can keep going on. But, and there's a couple of people actually that are in Africa. And there's a guy going, uh, his, his uh, show is called Go Black to Africa. And he goes, he finds all the maps of the, the Italians that left over there in these museums and showing that, you know, that the, uh, the true Israelites were the people in Africa. Judaism came out of Africa. But through Cleopatra, it moved over into uh, Rome with Julius Caesar, and that's how you end up with the uh, Roman Catholic and all the rest of the stuff. Because they, they, the Roman Catholics do have a map of the inner dimensions on top of this universe. There's an inner dimension that's locked in twine, and it kind of sets, it sets, it sets, it's setting out in dimensions, but it look like the planets. You know, you got Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, blah blah blah. They have certain levels of dimensional chaos beyond our in our we have a we have a realm of chaos in our realm when you see people talking to themselves a lot of time it could be a backlash from the the darkness in, in, in you know in our in our level our, our fourth dimension or it could be they just have a chemical imbalance you know what I'm saying? it could be hereditary everything ain't always a demon or a devil every lot of stuff is just we're not perfect we're born from chaos to bring order. That's why, you know, everything, in, even in this country, is based upon order. But it's always got to be a little chaos for them to order it out. That's why they let this rap shit run to figure out where they're going. And once they go, they can control it. That's all they do is let, let chaos run until they figure out how to control it. Or it may turn to a bitter end. You know what I'm saying? It may be too strong and too chaotic. 
that's the only thing you have to worry about when you do some crazy stuff like the crazy stuff like that. But yeah, they have a, uh, a dude. I mean, uh, well, I've seen it one time. I said, ah, as a matter of fact, there used to be a, a picture on the Crenshaw wall. And I met the artist that drew it. They showed the universe. They showed a dark universe layer right on top. And I asked him, I said, I knew as a kid, I knew it was an extra dimensional because I felt this vibe when I was a little kid. And I looked like, what the hell is that? And it's always been in the back of my head. And a lot of people know I will look over there like, okay. But the older I get, the more I understand it. But I, I was like, how can I say it? it is what it is behind straight bullshit to me? You know what I'm saying? It may have gave us a chance to live, but it like sacrificed a lot of shit. <laughs> it's weird. It's like a weird ass standoff. Like. It don't make any sense, but it, it's not our sense to make because we didn't kick it off. But it's, it, it, it's, it's, we're here to understand ourselves as well as dealing with others. It's all a learning experience, okay? So everybody's not programmed to be good or bad. I got a friend, he thinks it's either you're either all good or you're just on a, you're on a good team or you're on a bad team. I said, nah, dude, I walk in the middle. So if I'm, I'm minding my business, you do something to me, I'm fucking you up. If I choose to give you something that I think you're lacking, then I choose to give it to you out the kindness of my heart. Like there's a guy that runs around where I live at. He's so he got locks in there. He got real locks in his hair. He's a really dark dude. He takes no baths. He talks to himself, but he could talk to you clearly, look you straight in the eyes. He knows something is messed up about him. And um he wears a lot of clothes. And right around his ankle, he always have a pair of pants down there. And he walks like he's in chains. He, he's real, real dirty. And today I think I went to the smoke shop to buy some stuff. And when I walked out of the cupboard, I just threw it to me. Look, me directly in my eyes and said, thank you. I said, here you go. And what's it out of my head is whatever you're going to do with it. You know, on a hot day, everybody buys him water and food, you know, but he goes, he talks to himself. And I got a hot dog stand that I opened up. And one day he walked by and went to buy a hot dog. He had enough money to buy a hot dog. But I just gave him one. I gave him a chili dog. I said, whatever you want that to sold, I'll give it to you for free. You know what I'm saying? It's no big deal. Because it wasn't breaking me. You know, and, but you know, he, he does his own little thing and that's what he likes to do. It's another meth head out here, but this nigga's clean. Whoever he lives with got him decent shoes, pants. He talks to him. You know, he got a little mental disorder and, uh, he know not to ask me for no fucking money, but he'll ask me for a burger. Hey man, you got me for a burger today? Come on, let's go get it. And I buy whatever burger he want, fries, soda combo. And he, he don't ask, you know, maybe three or four months. And some days if he hungry, Hey man, you got me for a burger today. Here you go. That's how things go, you know? And I don't get mad, you know, I ain't gonna give him the money, but I'll buy, I tell him I ain't gonna give you no money because all you gonna do is buy crack or meth or whatever it is that's out there that's, you know, calming you. Sometimes they, some of these people do need that fucking shit to calm the voices. They, they got a mental disorder. Some parts of their brain just gave in because it's too much pressure with satellites and 5G, you know, 5, 1G, 2G, 3G, 4G, 5G, 10G. It's higher and higher level that it banks up high to the atmosphere and comes back down to these damn antennas. And when it comes down, it's bringing stuff up there down with it. And then, you know, and a bad wind can blow something on somebody's head and it, we can't see it, but it'll knock something loose. <laughs> One day they're there, the next day they're in a whole nother dimension. So we got to watch, you know, we're, like I said, we're here trial and error. Live life till we die. You know, some people get it right. Some people make a lot of mistakes. Like my only gripe right now is uh radiation. Microwaves everywhere. But we don't have nowhere to like a, 
uh, anti, you know, something that'll soak it back up and put it into the ground or, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, you know, diffuse it and neutralize it. You know, like, you know, they got antennas that can grab the freaking uh, frequencies. Maybe they got to make an antenna that can put in the ground and neutralize all this fucking radiation around here with these microwaves. Because you go to these third world countries, they don't have that shit. This country's rich out of fucking control. This country's a baller. And all the other countries are trying to get the king pinned down. So that's where we at now. And they're like, uh, in August, it's going to be a, it's going to start a big, ma ma a major change. And we got, for the next couple of years, we have to watch what everything that goes down and save as much as we can and, and figure out a budget to live by and stop trying to outdo each other. Cause man, you paying almost $12 now for a burger, fries and a medium drink. That used to be six bucks. It's $12, $13. I went to Ramona's, man. I used to get two freaking enchiladas, rice and beans with the lettuce and tomato on top for $6.99. After the pandemic, that shit shot up to $13.99. I said, I'll never buy another Ramona's again. Well, my cheap ass is out. I got to go.